0: known for something, when you see their faces, or hear their names, you think something, feel something, those thoughts and feelings are shaped by how they act, what they say, and how they treat people. What about Christians? What do people think and feel when they see a church, hear God's name, or spend time around people who call themselves Christians? The better question is, how should they be viewed? How should they be known? How should they be branded? Like I said, we're starting a new series called Branded, and as you saw in the video, the question for us tonight is this, how are we branded? How do people see us? Do they see us unified? And tonight that's the first part we're going to look at. The study is going to go through Philippians chapter 2, and, and we need to just examine our lives and examine our whole youth group and ask, what is the brand of us? So I want to show a couple of pictures, and I want some response from you and ask, what do you do you like or dislike? So we're going to look at a couple different trademarks. What do you think when you see that? Better than huh? Better than Jordan? Okay. How many of you don't like Nike? You don't like Nike. Which are Adidas? All right. Okay. Next one. All right. Faulty. Next one. Garbage. <laughs> huh? All right. Hold on. Who said it? Line too long. Who said it? Alright, that's your response to it. Line too long. How many of you have eaten? How many of you have eaten Carl Jr. so far? Anyone been there? Anyone ate that? Is it good? Yeah, alright. What do you think when you see the cross? Alright, we clapped our hands. What do we... Yes? Okay. Life. Okay. Salvation. All right. Next and last picture. Awesome. Here is the question though. Here is the question. We get excited about these different brands. We get excited about Nike. We get excited about Apple. We get excited about Samsung and all these different things. The question about us tonight is this. Are we excited about the cross? Are we excited? And I'm not talking about ignition, but what do people see us in here? If somebody came from the outside and looking in, what type of brand would we be giving off? You see, too many times we in the church, for every pitch I showed, we had a reaction. The image created a response. The truth is every group of people is known for something. Just hearing their name or seeing their symbol can evoke emotions that association is called branding company school neighborhood churches even people get branded and our brands can either be positive or negative usually a group's band is shaped by what they do what they make or how they act what they say how they treat each other and how they treat other people let me ask a question what are people seeing from us you see the church today has such a negative response When you see church, when people hear about church, what's the first thing that comes to their mind? Hypocrites. Hypocrites. Boring. I don't want nothing to do with them because they're a bunch of hypocrites. The question tonight is this. Are we helping with that? Are me and you helping that response? Are we helping when people come in here for the first time? And I don't think anyone is here for the first time. But if somebody comes in for the first time, how do we accept them? How do we respond to them? Do we have people who come here once and don't want to come back because we treated them unkindly or we don't like them? You see, that's not what we want. That's not what we want to portray. We want to be a people here that show love. Because you know what? That's what God has done for us. If you look at and, if, and we're going to look at it in the next couple of weeks. If we look at Philippians chapter 2 and we sang about it tonight, We see a humble God that left everything in glory to come down here to the cross. We call ourselves Christians. I would say if I had to ask you to raise your hand, who would call himself a Christian? I don't want to do that. But I would probably say that probably almost everybody in this room would do it. The question is, what type of brand are we giving off? Are we faulty? Are we no good? Have we expired? Being branded is a reality, we can't escape it. Based on any number of things, people associate a positive or negative brand with us, which makes us a little nervous. Because that means everything we say or do, the people we interact with, the people we intentionally don't interact with, all these things matter. They're making a brand for you. The question is, what's the brand? What's the brand that we're giving off? What are people seeing in me and you? What are they seeing in Ignition, this group? Let me add a question, how many of you ever been somewhere for the first time and because the way that people treated you, you never wanted to go back? Anyone ever been there? Let me add a question, if you bought a particular brand clothing and you realize that you know, it gets holes quick, it shrinks quick, what do you normally do? Don't buy it anymore, right? You switch brands. The question tonight, again, as we think of ourselves as believers, as Christians, is this. Do we make people want to switch brands? Do we make people want to think, you know what? I don't want anything to do with the church. I don't want anything to do with that youth group. Because you know what? They are a bunch of hypocrites. They don't love people. They got their clique. You know, that's what happens too much in the church. We have too many cliques. You have too many problems. And I don't like you because of this. You ever met someone that said, I don't like you and it's the dumbest reason why and you don't know why they don't talk, why they don't do things? It might be in this room tonight. You may see someone across the room and realize, you know what? I don't like him. And you ask him actually why? I have no clue. <laughs> the main point tonight is this. Together, we can do more. Together as a group tonight, we can do more. We can do more in the sense of changing that whole response to what people think of the church. You know, I don't want you to think because you're young that you can't make a difference. In fact, I think you can make the greatest difference. And the reason for that is because, you know what, you're not set in your ways. Some of you are. But for the most part, you aren't set in your ways. You aren't already have your mind made up. You see, too many times, even as as young people, you sometimes think to yourself about the older generation. You think to yourself, you think to yourself, you know what? All they do is talk about us. All they do is do this about us. You know that you know the sad thing about this? when you do that, you're doing the same thing they do. I don't like the old people because they do this thing, that thing. But tonight, like I said, I want us to really focus on us here in this room as we have people coming in. What people want to stay here? What people want to come back again? Would they feel the love of Christ? Like I said, we're going to the book of Philippians. And I want to read just, we're looking at two simple verses tonight. Philippians chapter 2, and it says this. So if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Here we have these rhetorical questions in a sense. Is there any encouragement in Christ? But of course it is. Is there any participation in the Spirit? Of course it is. Here it is, we've got to understand. Paul is talking to the Philippian church. Paul wrote many letters to what? Churches. Now, those letters would be a little longer than we would write probably to each other. But Paul gave great instruction on what the church should be. And it's sad to say that the church of today has gone way far from what Paul said the church should be. If we read the book of Acts, one of Paul's other writings, no, he didn't write that. But he, it said in the Book of Acts, Luke wrote that. It says this: that the church should be of one mind, one accord. That we should want We had people in the church that actually sold their possessions to help one another. We don't have that today. We don't have that same continuity. We don't have that same togetherness anymore. You see, to to what what happened to the church is we got individual. Everything is about us. Everything is about me and you. But if I come to church, I want to be happy. I don't care if you over there ain't happy. I won't be happy. I want everything in church to be about me. You know what, Nicholas? I really didn't like that song tonight we sang. That was boring now, you know. What about the person who may have liked it? And that's the problem right there. You realize what you said. I didn't like that song. You see, that's not the attitude we're supposed to have. Our worship is supposed to come from our hearts. Our worship but together as a common goal, as believers in Christ, is supposed to bring honor and glory to God. It says in verse 2 here, Look, complete my joy by being what? Of the same mind. Same mind. We are supposed, as believers, have the same mind. You know why? Because we serve the same God. We serve the same Master. We're supposed to become like our master. You know, tomorrow and, and Sunday it's going to be all around this beautiful country. Shirts from Jamaica. Shirts from the Bahamas. Shirts from the United States. All these different brands going to be in the place. The question tonight is this. What type of brand are we giving off of Jesus Christ? And I'm not talking about just wearing of This World t-shirt. Or a 116 t shirt. You know what? You can wear a 116 t shirt all day, and if it ain't nothing changing inside, it means absolutely nothing. You see, sometimes we get so caught up in, in these different musical artists and these different groups that we forget the one true God. That's who we worship, that's who we serve, that's the same mind, having the same love. You see, he's for the of love. How did Christ love? Sacrificially. He gave himself up, as we will see later on in Philippians 2, that he humbled himself, gave himself up, left everything of heaven to come down. To what? Live the perfect life? No, to die. Let me ask a question. If, if you lived in life Key, had the greatest mansion, the greatest house, How many of you would want to go and move into any other area in Nassau? You wouldn't, right? You know, notice I didn't call no areas, because I don't want no one to say, well, I live there. You know, I can call no different areas. Anywhere else. Because if you lived in and you had the greatest house. You would not want to leave. But that's what Christ did for us. He left the glory of heaven. Everything that he had it together. Humbled himself to come down to die for us. That's love. The question for us tonight is this, Are we showing that type of love to each other? Do we encourage one another? Let me ask the question. When the last time you encouraged somebody? When's the last time you put someone down? Discourage them. I can guarantee you. You could think of the last time you discard before you encourage. You see, as believers, that's not the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to continue to encourage. We're supposed to continue to love one another. Jesus Christ loved us. It says, "Being in full of in accord, being in full accord." It doesn't say. Just to be some accord. Being in full accord. Being all together. You see, that's what I want to see from us in this room. I want us to have a bond in Christ that people see Christ in us. Wonder what's wrong with us. I want them to come in and say, wow, those people are different. Those people actually care about me. They actually love me. They actually show Christ's love to me. They don't just say it. They don't just sing songs and just do their own thing. No, they actually love me. And again, if you didn't understand it, Paul repeats himself and of one mind. Be at one mind. Be at one goal. How many of you have had start exams already? All right. Some of you again do exams. You have a goal, right? Your goal is to what? Get a hundred percent. I don't think there's no one in this room who says, "Well, my goal is just to get a uh, D plus." You know, huh? You know, I don't think that's our goal in this room. Nobody in this room would probably say that's my goal. I want to get a D plus. No, your goal should be to get one hundred percent. The same thing as we think of our relationship with Jesus Christ. We had to give 100%. We had to strive to be like Him. And if we are striving to be like Him, as we will see next week, to have the same mind as Christ Jesus, then we would be different. Because you know what? God is the standard. It's none of us. Don't look at me. Don't look at you youth leaders and think, Oh, if I could just be like, you know... Michael over there. I'm not saying Michael's a bad fellow. But guess what? He's not the standard. God is the standard. God is the brand that we're trying to be like. You see, we could put on all the different clothes that we like. All the different... Stars, we could wear the Jordan shoes, we could wear whatever Kobe shoes, we could wear whatever we want. Guess what? That don't make us Kobe Bryant. Don't make us Jordan. But guess what? When we listen, when we put the cloth of righteousness, when we surround ourselves in Christ and His Word, We can honestly say that we look like Him. Try to be like Him. You see, that's the brand that we are trying to get to. That's the brand we're trying to show people. You know, we get excited getting new clothes. We get excited going to our favorite clothes in the States. You know, I remember when I was a little bit older than you. That all I thought in life was this. I had to buy Tommy Hilfiger. Every shirt. Alright, listen. Every every shirt I had. Hey, that was 10 years ago. Alright, every. Listen. Almost every shirt I had. Had to be a brand shirt. I couldn't wear a shirt that had no game brand. Then I realized that I had no money. I was broke. And you know what though? It don't matter anymore. Because I could buy the same looking shirt for like a third or even sometimes a lot cheaper. Hmm? What did he say? But the point I'm trying to make is this. When we put on Christ, we're supposed to be different. Our lives are supposed to be different. How do we apply this tonight? It starts by us fixing what's broken here within this group. You know, we can't worry about those people on the outside. We can't worry about, we got to fix ourselves first. And the only way we can fix ourselves is we have to look in the mirror. you got to start with yourself. you got to ask yourself this question. Am I living for Christ? Am I doing all I can for Christ? Am I doing the best that I can? Am I giving 100%? The next step is deciding what we're going to be about as a group. What are we going to do? Is Ignition going to be known, is this group going to be known as a group of love? That when people come here, they feel love? Or is this going to be a group of people that when someone comes in once, they don't want nothing to do with us because they realize, you know what, we don't like them. You see, that's not what we want to give off. That's not what we want. You know, I'm not all about just, we want to grow in numbers. We want to grow spiritually. We want to see people growing in Christ. And if we have that that attitude where, you know what, we don't want you here, we're not growing spiritually. We're defeating ourselves. In the early church, the fish symbol became sort of the secret message to other Christians. When people saw the fish, they knew they were safe. You weren't in danger. You were welcome. You belong. That's what we want. We want people come in this place to feel like they belong here. Feel like they've been here already for how many years? We want love. We want to show that to one another. But it has to start with us individually. How is your relationship with Jesus Christ? Where this group right here was all about helping people to enter into an experience, a real relationship with Jesus and His love. What if we were about that? What if we were about ushering people into the presence of God and just seeing Christ's love in here? that's what we want that's what we want to see you see too many times as as believers as we started off we talked about what do people think of church and the first word that always comes up is hypocrites we need to change that we need to change that brand change the brand hypocrite change it to Jesus Christ because if we are striving to be like Christ, they won't see a hypocrite. But they'll see people who genuinely have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I challenge you tonight, as you, as we close and as you, as we start this series, has Jesus just become a brand to you? Something that you just put on on, on Sunday? On Friday night? Or do you have a real relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you wear him all the time? Because that's what we want to see. You see, we need to be in touch with him all the time. We need to be connected to the power source. If we're not connected to the power source, what's going to happen? Power is going to go out. So I challenge you as we continue on this series search your heart. And ask yourself, do I genuinely have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Or am I just going through emotions? Just, you know, doing the church thing so that people look at my life and say, oh, he goes to church. Or are you, are you just one of those hypocrites that just come to church and give Christ a bad name? Please, let us tonight search our lives and ask ourselves that question. Am I a good representation of Jesus Christ, or am I not? Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. And Father, I pray that as we go into our small groups, Father, I pray that you would help us, challenge us. Father, really search our lives and our hearts and just see, Father, what it is we need to change And that we here as a group would become a group that's known for your love, known as being on fire for you. Father, I just thank you for each one in this room tonight. Pray, Father, there's one that doesn't know you, Savior, that they would come to know you. And Father, they would see their need for you. And Father, we just thank you for just how much you love us, that you would send your Son to die for us, so that we could have this relationship with you. In Jesus' name. Amen.